Greetings, fellow humans. Katrina here. Quick disclaimer, I'm a professional, not your professional. Nothing I'm about to say should be taken as medical, legal, or otherwise advice. This podcast is purely for education and amusement. That is it. Disclaimer over. So I thought I'd talk today a bit about what I don't know about boundary struggles. So not just boundaries and what they are and how to set them, but identifying when you might be struggling with a boundary. So here we go. Oh, and I will be reading today, but it will be my words. I wrote this the other day. So sometimes saying no can be the most difficult thing a person does. And other times no is a complete sentence. I think of boundaries like a colander, except with a bunch of flexible holes. The holes can expand and let people in, or they can contract and close people out. Healthy boundaries are actually not rigid or inflexible. When we put up walls, rigid walls, and call it a strong boundary, sometimes we set ourselves up for a self-fulfilling prophecy, whatever that prophecy may be. So how do you know if you have problems setting or keeping boundaries? There's a few different things to look at, and today I'll go over a few. A sign that you might that it may be helpful to set a boundary is if you find yourself experiencing a great deal of annoyance, disrespect, and or resentment. That's on the emotional side. On the cognitive side, maybe you find yourself shooting on others, such as, they shouldn't be asking, or they should know how much I've done already, things like that. A warning sign of a poor boundary is an overdeveloped sense of responsibility for others. Of course, we do have responsibilities in life, and parents especially, they're responsible for their children's well-being. What I mean is where the way other people think and feel is up to you. You might feel guilty and anxious pretty regularly and just not at peace because someone's always got a fire to extinguish. Perhaps there's even the thought, if I don't, no one will, which depending on the context may or may not be true. Just because something could be true doesn't mean it's going to come to fruition. As much as I wish I had a crystal ball, I don't. So feeling exhausted all the time may be familiar to many folks, but I don't mean like parent tired or work stress. I mean when you put all of your needs on the back burner to where all of your energy goes into others. I have noticed some common needs that get neglected are sleep, nutrition, and fitness. These are basic needs for living a long and healthy life. So if you're not getting enough time to eat, adequate nutrition, enough sleep, or a chance to breathe, consider drawing a boundary that might be helpful. And remember, you reserve the right to change your mind. So difficulties in making decisions for oneself is a big sign to consider setting a boundary. I like to identify what I need to alleviate any inaccurate guilt that may arise from setting a boundary. For example, when I need privacy because I'm with a client, I close my office door. That's a physical boundary. Emotional boundaries can be trickier, but equally as helpful. Making decisions can feel emotionally draining or exhausting, and it can make you question your own likes and dislikes. If we make decisions based on what other people might think, we may have difficulty making decisions based on our own needs, wants, and preferences. 
So maybe you absolutely despise or hate letting other people down. This may mean that you often go along with other people's plans, even if you're not interested in participating. Maybe you're on a board you'd rather not attend meetings for, agree to go eat at restaurants that don't accommodate your dietary needs, or pick up every shift you're asked to cover because being unavailable does not appear as an option. If any of this resonates with you, do some research on setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. Here are some resources I've worked with in the past, and maybe some of them will be helpful to you. The first resource is called Boundaries, When to Say Yes and How to Say No, and Take Control of Your Life. It's actually by Cloud and Townsend. Now, I will give a disclaimer to that particular text, and that is that they do have a religious background. And so in the text, they do sometimes quote scripture. I say, if you're not religious, you can still benefit from that book. I'm not religious. And there are still some useful gems in there about emotional regulation and setting boundaries and things like that. So another one is Codependent No More by, I don't know how to say it, B-E-A-T-T-I-E, Beattie, maybe. (laughs) It was written in 1987. And that Codependent No More says how to stop controlling others and start caring for yourself. I do remember one snippet from that book when it's speaking about people who have loved ones with addiction. And it says the three C's. The three C's are you didn't cause it, You can't cure it, and you can't control it. So those are really helpful things to remember. That's a really good read, too. Lastly, I will preface this by saying I haven't read the entire book, but maybe you have. And that's called Boundaries, Where You End and I Begin, and the author is Anne Catherine. That one was written in 1991. And I want to say that the Cloud and Townsend one, that Boundaries book that I mentioned at the very first of these references, It was actually written, I want to say, in the 80s or 90s. I'm not entirely sure. So remember, there's like a generational gap there, too. Um, But the boundaries, Where You End and I Begin by Anne Catherine, that one is a more secular version, doesn't have all the God references and language that might be unhelpful to some or potentially uh, activating to others. So if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to support the show, click the button on the website. And remember, I appreciate each and every one of you simply for existing.